Funding for Journeys of Discovery with Tom Wilmer is provided by the Foundation at Hearst Castle, where donors and members experience exclusive events that recreate what it was like to be a guest of William Randolph Hearst, from swimming in the iconic Neptune pool to dining in Hearst's private guest house overlooking the Pacific Ocean. The Foundation at Hearst Castle's ongoing mission is to support the conservation and restoration of Hearst Castle while offering youth programs for underserved students. Discover how you can become a member by going to foundation at hearstcastle.com and learn how you can support this unique and invaluable mission. I'm correspondent Tom Wilmer. Come along and join me for a reminiscence of the day we were in Finland and we went to the Russian border. The Land Rover rumbled and groaned along the rusty, pockmarked dirt road as we approached the Russian border. Although we would never actually see the Russian side of the line, as a broad frontier, no man's land separates the Finns from the Russians. Our driver, Yusi, a scrub-faced 24-year-old Finn, parked the Land Rover across the road from the frontier guard station. The Finnish army maintains a cadre of guard stations at strategic points along the Russian border. The ever-vigilant Finns have lived through centuries of invasions by the Russians to the east and the Swedes to the west. The 1939-40 winter war between the Finns and the Russians in the early days of World War II was exceptionally brutal and deadly for the Finnish army. Many reminders of those dark days in Finnish history remain evident as one travels through the forests along the Russian border. One might mistake the mammoth rocks for an ancient farm fence, but the multi-ton stones were painstakingly placed there as tank traps during World War II. There are remarkably well-preserved, hand-dug trenches reinforced with wooden planks and networks of defensive caves that served as troop hideouts and emergency field hospital. Yusi, dressed in combat fatigues, accented with a hammer and sickle emblazoned Soviet army belt, hops out of the truck and lights up a cigarette as we amble over to check out the border gate complete with a yellow-striped horizontal wooden pole and an adjacent sign highlighted with a bright red slashed circle accompanying a litany of verboten activities. UC admonishes, not even to think about ducking under barrier, not advised to even put fingers on far side of pole. After milling around and posing for pictures next to the sign delineating the terminus of the free world, we start back to the Land Rover. That's when Bruce, a fellow journalist from Toronto, noticed the Finnish Frontier Army Guard Station's obstacle course set in a clearing just off the roadway. The barracks and ancillary buildings, reminiscent of a U.S. National Park Ranger Station, are situated in a clearing on the opposite side of the road. A group of soldiers in brown combat fatigues mill around in the shadows of a machine shed at the rear of the facility. They appear to be on a coffee break, but all eyes are discreetly fixed on us, especially on Bruce and Zelda, who has followed in Bruce's footsteps to check out the soldier's obstacle training course. There is something remarkably innocent and yet intently curious about the soldier's stares, 
their expressions are reminiscent of the inquisitive, semi-perplexed gaze of a deer family when they spot a human. Cooped up in the Land Rover, bounding through the Finnish wilderness for most of the morning, Bruce and Zelda just cannot resist the urge to run the obstacle course. After successfully completing the first set of obstacles that included short hurdles, tunnels, and low-lying barriers, Bruce and Zelda give each other high fives and then look our way with Olympic winner upraised arms and proud smiles of accomplishment. As they ran the course, I noticed that the hurdles, tunnels, and other obstacles were substantially shorter and smaller than I remember from my military basic training, but I assumed there was an appropriate explanation for the low-profile attributes of the hurdles, ramps, and catwalks. And then we gaze over toward the Finnish frontier soldiers and notice that they were all pointing at Bruce and Zelda, slapping their thighs and laughing hysterically. You see, why are the soldiers laughing at Bruce and Zelda? Oh, I think they have never seen such a sight before. This obstacle course not for human, these course for dog training only. And so ended a memorable interlude on the Finnish frontier border with Russia. Funding for Journeys of Discovery with Tom Wilmer is provided by the Foundation at Hearst Castle, where donors and members experience exclusive events that recreate what it was like to be a guest of William Randolph Hearst, from swimming in the iconic Neptune pool to dining in Hearst's private guesthouse overlooking the Pacific Ocean. The Foundation at Hearst Castle's ongoing mission is to support the conservation and restoration of Hearst Castle while offering youth programs for underserved students, preserving the past and inspiring future generations of dreamers. These children experience a world of science, technology, engineering, art, and math at Hearst Castle STEAM, along with studying the legacy of Julia Morgan, one of the most important women in the history of engineering and architecture. The foundation at Hearst Castle not only changes the lives of children, but also provides lifetime memories and unrivaled experiences for our generous donors and members. Discover how you can become a member by going to foundation at hearstcastle.com and learn how you can support this unique and invaluable mission. You've been listening to the Lowell Thomas award-winning travel show Journeys of Discovery with Tom Wilmer, a featured podcast on NPR.org's podcast directory. You are invited to subscribe to Journeys of Discovery with Tom Wilmer on NPR.org, NPR One, iTunes, Stitcher.com, and more than 20 other podcast channels around the world. To learn more about Tom Wilmer's journeys around America and the world, log on to thomaswilmer.com. This is Roseanne Cash, and I'm sitting here with Tom Wilmer. Please support your local NPR station. I listen to WNYC in New York, and in fact, NPR is all I listen to. If I didn't have NPR, I would feel like my lifeline to the world has been cut. So yes, please support your local NPR station.